The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. July the 18th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. As Davis Louisville will tell you, I'm a few minutes late here. But I am joined by Mark Porter and Bill Curlick. Busy day ahead, lots to talk about. But as we were exchanging texts last night prepping for the show, we had to bask in the glory of the Bucknuts Morning Five being the number one podcast among all team sites that we have here. And you guys have helped us do that by subscribing to the YouTube channel, by subscribing to whatever platform you're on, be it Apple, etc. So we need you to do that. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, we are in a competitive battle with other podcasts. I'm Currently trying to get permission to run a list of the rankings. I may have to run the one and black everybody else out. I'm trying to get permission to not black out just Michigan. So you guys can see that. Uh, I have to get uh, clearance from on high. But please, if you have not subscribed, it really is the lifeblood of the show. And I've told you many times I have no idea why. But I answer to the people up top. I also answer to the two fine gentlemen, Mark Porter and Bill Curlick. These guys are about to hit the road today for some very cool seven-on-seven action in a classic Ohio location. But first, we're going to start with Mark Porter today, a curveball. We usually give Mark about three minutes to get his vocal cords warmed up as Bill chuckles (laughs) at the uh, inference. But we had a uh, thing up the other day or yesterday, the offer evaluation I'll be at a tad late for Dylan Stewart, the do-it-all defensive wonder kind from 
my hometown of Washington, D.C., Friendship Collegiate. Was Chase Young here for his visit, the D.C. native and uh, commander's star to whisper in his ear? We don't know, but Mark did an evaluation. He's going to let you know how that went and the details, and then Bill will let you know where we are with Dylan Stewart as he's become, if not the top recruit on the board, certainly in the top tier. Mark, what are they going after? Well, you know, we'll start off with some comparisons. And the first one I pointed out, I think some of the other guys in the thread liked, was the Arvell Reese comparison, just going back one year. Uh, the reason we use the Arvell Reese comparison, and I could have used Josh Perry or Malik Harrison. All these guys had that 6'5", 235-pound frame coming out of high school. Uh, is Arvell Reese played middle linebacker last year. And there was a lot of clips of Stewart standing at middle linebacker showing off the ability to sprint to each sideline, blow gaps, blitz, all that stuff. But he's basically showcasing what an athlete he can be. You know, and he's not going to come in and play middle linebacker. Arvell Reese isn't going to play middle linebacker, but it taught them how to play the game of football from the middle out. Uh, there are eventually going to be guys that put their hand down. Arvell is the same type of player where he may be able to drop back in coverage, same as Stewart. So you have these guys that are 6'5", 235 with middle linebacker, skills and linebacker abilities that you're going to watch grow in the 250, 260 pound edge players. Now, if they're special, they don't lose their explosion. They don't lose their quickness. And then you drop them in the coverage and you got this unbelievably crazy talented player. If they get heavy and they don't really drop in a coverage or you don't need them to do that, then they put their hand in the dirt and then they're constantly headed, you know, to the quarterback right now. It's an either-or for Dylan. I don't think he's ever going to be a true Mike linebacker in college, but we'll see him out on the edge. He is very slippery and instinctive getting by blockers. There's a lot of times when he's blitzing, he does like a little shimmy or shake, and that's not something you're you're teaching guys in drills or you're not teaching them you know, stuff like that, where he runs through things and he has a that football timing where he knows if I'm going to cut across this block or go behind it, I got to bend and get to the ball. So he understands that timing of football. And the way I just start, tried to articulate those two skills, they're things you really don't teach. I mean, I can teach you to rip. I can teach you to swim. I can teach you to all those things. But to time up a blitz where you're going to slip a block and beat it across his face or behind the back and still get there, he's doing stuff like that that's very uh, football instinctive. So those are some of the traits I really liked about him. And, Obviously, you're saying top of the board right now, and that makes sense. You know, there's not another defensive end out there that can do this. And, and the questions are obviously going to be Lightfoot, Rudolph, who's better? Uh, and I answered that in the thread where this kid's more athletic. He can do more on the football field than they can do. The, the Lightfoot and Rudolph, their hands in the ground, guys. I don't see them playing middle linebacker in high school or doing that type of skill set. But they're not ballparks apart. apart. Uh but, yeah, definitely Dylan Stewart's bringing some versatility to his uh, to his seat. Bill, Mark talked about his uh, potential growth here. And if you look at the pictures of him, there are a bunch of them with that shirt. He's not close to being fully developed in terms of his body type. He actually looks a little bit skinny. Um, he's going to be able to care, especially you get him into a college, the college weight program. He's going to put on 15 to 20 pounds. Do you have a sense, Bill, of where they project him and then obviously an update on his recruitment, et cetera? Yeah, first of all, I should say tough act when you're following the Graham Poobah there. Uh -huh. that, uh, Here we go. The as, Dean Dave Poobah. Cho 
that has aptly named Mark the Grand Poobah, but I'll try my best here, Grand Poobah. Stop, stop trying to make that stick. That's it. It's already stuck. It's in my mind. Uh, I'm gonna have to get it. I'm gonna have to get it embroidered underneath the Scouting Ohio logo. Scouting Ohio Grand Poobah recruiting. There we go. Just, a, just like a big it. tattoo on your chest should do fine. Uh, but yeah, Dylan Stewart. First of all, yeah, um, he is a guy that uh, is deceptively big. I mean, um, as I mentioned before, Mark and I marveled at the size of JT Tuimolo Al when we were at High State's camp this summer, and JT was there. Uh, Dylan Stewart doesn't necessarily. You don't think of him as being uh, that size. Uh, but I will tell you, when he was at Ohio State, uh, Dylan Stewart, for his official visit, he looked just as big as JT Tuimolau. So he's going to be a monster, Dylan Stewart. And I mean that in a very positive way uh, in, in a year or two. Um, they look at his, him as somebody that can be a great pass rusher, uh, come off the edge, uh, a defensive end guy uh, more so um, than anything else. And he's as good as it gets in the country, in my opinion. You know, as far as where Ohio State is at, I still tend to like the Buckeyes. You know, when he left Ohio State, it looked really, really good for Ohio State. South Carolina did get him to their campus on a visit and um, tried to move the needle a little bit. And I'm not sure that they did. I still, you know, have my crystal ball on Ohio State for Dylan Stewart, but again, he hasn't even announced when he is going to announce yet. And as we're going to talk about, there are some big announcements coming up, but Dylan Stewart hasn't entered himself into that fray yet of uh, tagging when he's going to announce. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I'm feeling pretty good about it. We shall see. I'm not going to say anything about South Carolina for fear of people uh, parking outside my house, given what happened last time, but like you said, Bill, there's some other big-time, big-time commitments coming up here with the kind of the defensive side of the ball coming clear. Your thoughts on the potpourri of dudes, the Edric Houstons, the Aaron Scotts, the Kingston Villiamu Asas of the world? Yeah, um, it all kind of starts, at least as of right now, the ones we know that have said they're going to announce at a certain day or on a certain day. Uh, that starts on Thursday. Uh, July 20. Uh, it starts with a couple guys that aren't really mentioned a lot, and it's because you know they're not in all likelihood going to end up at Ohio State. And, and in both cases, they haven't even made official visits to Ohio State at this point. But still, I should mention them. Uh, on Thursday, Deontay Robinson, the big defensive tackle from Florida, announces, as does uh, uh, Brandon Jacob, the safety from Florida. So those two announcements come Thursday. Again, they haven't made official visits yet to Ohio State, and it's you know uh, not known if they, that will ever happen. Will they ever make an official visit to Ohio State? But they do have announcements on Thursday. Uh, then on June 21st, which I believe is Friday, um, that's a big one. Edwin Spielman, the linebacker from Tennessee, is announcing, and it's either going to be Ohio State or Tennessee. Uh, I think most people feel Tennessee, but again, you know, I, I don't count Ohio State out of that necessarily at this point. Um, July 22nd, Corian Gibson, uh, the safety 
defensive back cornerback uh, that is probably going to announce uh, between Ohio State, Clemson, and maybe Texas. Uh, that comes on July 22nd. And by the way, an underclassman is announcing then too. Jamie French, the wide receiver from Florida, is announcing that day as well. Uh, that seems likely to go Alabama's way at this point. And then on July 23rd, uh, that certainly is a huge one. As you mentioned, Kingston Viliamu Asa is announcing July 23rd. Right now, my sense is Ohio State with a, I'd give them a slight edge over Notre Dame. The other school, of course, in the mix is USC that's, that he made official an official visit to. But I give the Buckeyes a little edge there over uh, Notre Dame. But, you know, we'll see. Kingston, um, last I knew, and this was fairly recently, had not told the schools of his decision. You know, sometimes they tell the schools in advance, I'm going to this school or that school. And uh, as of uh, recently, he had not done that yet. Uh, then, of course, you've got July 30th. That's a big one. That's Aaron Scott. And, uh, you know, we know that one uh, is Ohio State. Michigan or Oregon. I think it's Ohio State or Michigan. And I'm still going with Ohio State on that one. Uh, we've got August 5th, another huge one. KJ Bolden is uh, making his announcement. And then we get into September, uh, or I should say August 22nd, first, Edric Houston. Then we get into September and, and uh, Nigel Smith announcing his decision. Well, the defensive guys, do they get together and try and backload this for the Buckeyes? They're certainly. Uh an extended amount of pressure during the recruiting process here for the defensive side of the ball. Although I have seen in some places some real optimism, Bill, that they'll get all of them. I'm not going to go there. It sounds like a couple of the guys who are making announcements are leaving the Buckeyes in there so they have a nice fancy hat to compete with the other one for PR purposes there on the table. Let's be honest, the Buckeyes do carry some clout. All right, we're going to take a quick break here at the 12-minute mark and come back and answer some questions here from the posse, and then we will finish the day with our guys revealing their plans. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. All right, Mark, this one's for you. 
you had a chance to see Peyton Pierce. That video is my, if I can get the question to come up here. There we go. From Mellow number seven. I can't wait to see how high Peyton Pierce moves up. He didn't even play his junior year. All the film that we see is from his sophomore season. You did an evaluation of him. Your thoughts, given the fact that he's bigger, stronger, and faster now, we think. Yeah, you you want you will see a jump, and I always see a jump from all sophomore to junior tape, but now the jump's going to be from a sophomore to a senior tape. So if there's not an explosive jump or – uh, a player who looks totally different, then I would be concerned because uh, you can see it year to year. That's how Bill and I talk about this all the time. We go to Ohio State camp, we watch a kid in sophomore year, yeah, he's good. Junior year, you come back and you do the double take as he walks by and goes, wow. And it's just that age. It's that 15 to 18-year-old time frame, you know, maybe 14 to 18 where kids really make that jump. So, yeah, he'll make a difference. I, I liked – I pointed out when I did the film, I liked seeing him at running back and you saw – a glimpse of the athletic ability, what he's going to look like in the open field. And when he turns it loose, what's he look like at full speed? Uh, there were a lot of things to like about him in the middle of that defense, being a middle linebacker, like a true throwback Mike linebacker type. You know, he, he really had some toughness there. So, uh, as you know, probably first three games in the season, that'll be one of the breakdowns we're doing because we'll be following all these guys closely. Yeah, Pierce is kind of that classic Texas Big, tough middle linebacker, best athlete in town. Obviously not going to play running back in college, but you certainly want to make everyone on the other team try and tackle him a few times to uh, make sure they've been in the weight room. Um, here's another one. Bill, handle this one for us. Can you talk about Taiwan Malone when he was a prospect and what you may see for the future for him at Ohio State? Lest we forget, Taiwan Malone, and this was the most – of all the guys we've done in recruiting, I've never – that's a stretch – uh, seeing Taiwan Malone as the number three hitter on a baseball team was unbelievable. And so he went to Ole Miss, obviously, to try and do both um, and has given up on the idea of being a baseball player and a football player. I imagine now that he's focused solely on football, the, the sky is the limit, Bill. But based on what you knew of him as a prospect and, and – kind of his decision to solely focus on football. What are your expectations for the big New Jersey native? Yeah, the uh, the question started with, you know, uh, what do you remember from his high school recruitment? And that's kind of the thing I remember most is that he was a baseball guy first mm -hmm. coming out of high school. As one person that knows him pretty well told me, he said that he likes football, but he loves baseball. And when you go to college to play at a big-time program, you know, playing the SEC or at Ohio State, for instance, and football is not your first love, that's going to make it a little tougher, a lot tougher, actually. So that is one of the reasons I think that the future, uh, the ceiling could be pretty high for Tywin Malone because now baseball's out of the mixture or out of the picture. Um, he's not going to do baseball at Ohio State. He's going to concentrate on football. And now you've got a very – talented, very big, very skilled athlete uh, in the middle of your defensive line that's decided he's going to concentrate on your sport and you get him in your program, uh, you get him working with Mickey Marotti and you get him coached by the Ohio State staff and all that. And I think the, the potential is high there because of all of that. I sometimes read these comments and chuckle to myself, but I digress as obviously I do. Um, okay. 
Let's move on to some questions here. Let's see if I can uh, give anyone. Da, da, da. Oh, Bill, you got some fans here. All right. <laughs> Look at this. I think we're going to need to ask Chad if he's Googled that. I think Poobah is P-O-O-B-A. And that, God forbid I would uh, correct someone on something like that. But um, Too late, Mark. It's there. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said. The, Mark, we, we the, the Internet always wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's the power. It's the mighty pen. The sin is more powerful than the sword. Oh, look. Chad, I, I jumped ahead. You did correct this, sir. And that, that, that earns you a question. Dan, <laughs> which is me, can you ask the poobah, um, spelled beautifully and in quotes, who he's most looking forward to watching this year out of the 2025 guys, maybe the top three in Ohio. 2025, the first name I always hear is Dorian Brew out of Northmont. Two-way guy, I think, has settled in at defensive back. And let me tell you something. If you were going to design a defensive back physically in a lab, Dorian Brew is the guy you'd come up with, Mark. Let's hear about Dorian and a couple other guys. Yeah, yeah, Dorian on defense is special because he's got the long receiver build, which most offensive coaches don't ever let that guy see the defensive light of day. Um, we got to remember there are some big-time guys in this class that Ohio State's already offered. Uh, Marquise Davis – one of the fastest players in Ohio out of Cleveland Heights, running back or defensive back. Um, Shaker Heights, Trey McNutt. Uh, he's one of the best defensive backs in Ohio. He'll come play safety or maybe maybe have some corner skills to him. Uh, Carter Lowe, the offensive tackle out of Whitmer, uh, saw him a couple months ago, and boy, he really looked good. I mean, he's kind of growing into his body. All of those young linemen are like those uh, young puppy dogs with the big paws when you see them as freshmen and sophomores, and they're kind of flopping around and, you know, but he's starting to grow into his own where he's looking like a real dog. Uh, Bo Jackson. I know Bill and I tried to see him multiple times last year and only caught glimpses. He was in and out of the lineup. Sometimes the games were blowouts. And if you didn't get there in time, he, you know, took over, or, you know, was out of the game. Uh, Justin Mark, Hill. One second. Yeah. I want to give uh, Mellow Seven some credit here. I was going to say, he kind of looks like a young Jalen Ramsey. Now, God knows that's not physically uh, long-term, but he does have that kind of frame. Uh, yeah. Dan, Dan I, got, I got to interject a name into this equation here real quick. Uh, when I think now of the top two, three guys in Ohio for 2025, the guy that's got to be there after what I saw this summer absolutely has to be there along with Dorian Brew is Tavian St. Clair. I mean, he's got to be in your top two or three, in my opinion. He's that good. I, I, I can see him at number one even. I mean, I really think Tavian St. Clair is a great prospect. Yeah, and, and even Ryan Montgomery, as I'm looking at the list, like uh, when he asked this question um, for 2025, I'm like, boy, a lot of these names we've really been over and over for a while now. I feel like we've been scouting Ryan Montgomery since he was playing 8U flag football. Um, so a lot of these guys like St. Clair, uh, there's other games, game names out there that, uh, Penning kid from Anderson, to tight end, uh, Brandon Caesar, Cleveland Heights. There'll be other guys that kind of, uh, the word blow up comes to mind or stock goes up on, uh, 
Nolan Davenport, Jameer Scott at uh, Mount Healthy we saw this summer. Uh, these guys have all had Buckeye coaches in to see them or work them out or they've been at camp. So I think we just gave you maybe 10 or 15 names and half of them have offers already from Ohio State. So uh, which one am I most excited to see? You know, I, I usually don't know that until I see him and say, wow, that kid made a huge jump or there's something about him that's different. Uh, yeah, Dorian Brew. Uh, Jaden Clark over at Northmont is another big offensive lineman. He wasn't much different than Carter Lowe. Carter's better than him, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jaden grew up to be a pretty good offensive lineman in the next year. So, I mean, I could go down my list for a half hour if we wanted. We could we could do a whole podcast about 25 and when we get on the road. But today, we're probably going to see a few 25s for Springfield and Glenville and Mansfield, and I don't want to preview what we're doing, but, you know. We'll get to that. Uh, you, you, you know, you know real quick, uh, talking about the – Mark's talking about seeing these guys come up the season. Uh, people may not realize the season starts early this year. August 18th is the first mm. high school game. And, in fact, um, there's there's going to be a pretty darn good game right in my neighborhood here. Uh, I live right uh, uh, right down the road from Olentangy High School. And Toledo Whitmer travels to Olentangy High School. Carter Lowe, uh, Toledo Whitmer at Olentangy High School on August 18th. And of course they'll be going against Grunkenmeyer, um, uh, Jackson Wiley and so forth for uh, Old Tangy. That's going to be a good one. Barbecued your house after. I was just <laughs> going to say, certainly tailgate at the Curlix. You're going to need an Uber from that one. Let me tell you, they get, they get after it there. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, it's funny. You guys mentioned the glow up or the blow up of, a, of uh, the recruits. I was thinking while you were doing that, it's going to be called the Tavian St. Clair effect eventually given the jump he made and, I think you're talking about a name that we're going to know in these in these parts for a long, long time. All right, Mark, you teased it. Bill, you can take it and run with it and then relay it to your guy. Where will you guys be today and why will you be there? Is that the reason we're here early, Bill? Yeah, um, uh, really uh, interesting seven-on-seven big man challenge uh, this morning. It is in Mansfield, and it has eight teams in it. And three of the teams in particular stand out uh, as far as what I'm doing. Mark will be looking at a lot of other guys, too. But for me, three teams in particular. Um, you've got Cleveland Glenville in it. Of course, we've got Bryce West, Demarion, Witten, and a host of other Glenville guys that uh, are going to be on the radar screen soon, if not already, for Glenville. Um, so Glenville is in it. Um, you've got, uh, another team with a pretty good defensive back. You've got Springfield in there, Aaron Scott. So we're going to see Aaron Scott and Bryce West today, uh, at that seven on seven. Uh, so that will be interesting. And then you've got a pretty decent quarterback that's going to be throwing at some of these guys, uh, that being Finley and Ryan Montgomery. So, uh, that will be at Mansfield this morning. Um, and again, I, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm head, headed north of Mansfield. And shortly after that, Mark is headed, uh, I guess it would be for Mark, southwest uh, from where he is to Mansfield. Your thoughts on the day, Mark? I know Glenville, you've talked to them already. Yeah, and, and they're going to bring their helmets. <laughs> Inside <laughs> joke there. <laughs> um <laughs> I would like to see uh, West play some offense. I'd like to see Scott play some offense. I, I, I like 
on days like these where you can have those guys maybe jump over and show off or showcase? Because you really, I, I'm Bill and I, we're like broken records. Every time I see Bryce West and Aaron Scott, it's like going to see nothing. It's, a, it's like a pillow fight. No one throws their way. No one challenges them. They stand there and backpedal. And the highlights are a kid backpedaling. And we say, look how great this kid is. And there's no one-handed interceptions or pick sixes. I mean, I'm being a little bit exaggerative there. But I hope today we see them do a little more. You know, because if I'm running the camera, I want to be able to bring some highlight backs tomorrow and show the Bucknutters what we got. But I'm, I always worry going to see those two that they're so good that no highlights is a statement of how good they are. Uh, I'll be looking at Bishop Watterson. Uh, there's kids there I want to see, you know, the names that we're going to be talking about down the road. And uh, there are a few other schools. Mansfield Senior has three Division One kids. They have a kid, Elias Owens, that he's a pit-type recruiter, bigger than that. And, and he's – I had a Division One college tell me – Division One coach tell me they think he's got an NFL tight end upside if he chose that side of the ball. So I know, like we always say, these kids from Ohio, we can't all get them at Ohio State. But if Elias Owens from Mansfield ever pops up three years from now as a NFL draft pick, I'll go back to this day and this summer and say, yeah, I, I saw that brewing. Very interesting, Dan. Like we said, these guys will be there all day. Um, and I pause there because I want to say something to finish off here. Obviously, going to finish on a little bit of a tragic note here and pass along our condolences to Carnell Tate. And his family, his mother was obviously a victim of uh, some uh, drive-by violence in Chicago, which is just, you know, hard to get your mind around. Earlier on the uh, this uh, season, you may have seen uh, Dave and I did a podcast with Brian Hartline. And in that podcast, we talked about the foundation get-together in which uh, Mr. Bucknuts and I had a chance to meet Carnell for the first time in person. And... Look, when you meet a kid who's going to be playing at Ohio State from a physical perspective, obviously they're about the most impressive human beings you can see in person. But Carnell had the biggest smile. He walked up to us and was just wise beyond his years and just just a great kid. And the idea of going to college and realizing your dream and having your mom pass away before the first game and Lord knows all that he's put into that. It's just such an unbelievable tragedy for Carnell. Um, you know, I think this is one of those times he'll find out, and I'm sure you know this, that the Ohio State support system is tremendous. And uh, they've dealt with a lot of tragedy here. If, you know, you get 100 and some odd people in a room for an extended period of time, life gets in the way, man. And uh, just so brutal that, uh, you know, I had children around Carnell's age and the idea of, having to go through this with them at some point in time like this is just unbelievable. He's just a tremendous, tremendous kid, man. Like uh, just an awesome, an awesome guy he was raised beautifully. And we are, we cannot pass along our condolences strongly enough for, for Carnell and what he has to face this season and having to grow up even earlier than he already has. So I don't like to end the show obviously on a dour note, but we needed to say that because um just a tremendous, tremendous tragedy for a young man to face in his freshman year in college. So we're happy that the Buckeye family is there to support him. And, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to Cornell and his family. Have a good one, Bucknutters.
here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.